Welcome to Coached Soul, a podcast for a better you. Your host, Steve Hudgens, is a licensed professional counselor. On a non-emergency basis, you may contact them at area code 918-280-8690 or coachsoul.com to provide them with new topics, feedback, or to request an appearance on the show. And now, here's your host, Steve Hedgens. Welcome back to Coach Soul. And again, it is a second week in our third or fourth week in the new year. Wow, already. flies. (laughs) And it's like, okay, February's around in, in two more weeks from this podcast. And I just can't believe, Kenya, that, uh, how fast when we get older that we want things to slow down when we're younger, we just want to hurry up. up. Yes. (laughs) How are you doing? What's going on in your world? I am fantastic. Nashville, Tennessee has been really cold and yet here jamming with the flow. So grateful feeling the new energies of 2024, feeling the gratitude feeling the winter as a, a, a season to prepare for spring mm. and everything that it is to come. And and once again, I love the topic we chose this month because everything is about leadership. Like preparing for spring is how am I showing up that but- generates the results that I want for 2024? You know, there there's four seasons. And the one that I love the most is spring, mm. only because it's freshness, renewness. Uh, it brings the dead yeah. to life again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like leadership, uh, leadership, yeah. there, there are several qualities like seasons that can come out together. And I, and I think you were reading something a little bit about leadership uh, earlier uh, when we were off mic. What was what was that fascinating or interesting to you and in, in what you read? You want to share that with our listeners? 100%. I read that the three most important roles of leadership are the being the communicator, the motivator, and the unifier. Now, so let's my... catch up a little bit because yeah. what I wanted what I brought to bring out is that the last two or three weeks that we have been broad, uh, podcasting is that leadership does not have to do with work. No. So that our listeners are listening, that leadership has to do within. So if you're wanting to be, have a better new year of 2024, it starts with you as far as the leadership. Uh, My apology for interrupting, but I, I find it that we need to remind our listeners where we are, especially if those are just new to joining our podcast, that leadership has to do with how we look at ourselves and view. I love the interruptions because I see them as adding value and reflecting back to me, to this conversation, to the listener, the weaving of what we have been creating here. So yes, if you have not listened to the previous podcast of January, we are embracing leadership in the most holistic way, which in one word is identity. Mm. One word, identity. Because if I sit here and say, I am not a doctor candidate. I am not a leader. I'm not an influencer. I am not Kenya. I, hey, you get to be the leader of your life, creating 
designing, showing up, shifting powerfully who you be now. Who you be now is what you're going to see flourishing spring. What you're going to see bathing in the sun in July. What you're going to harvest in fall. So who you be with your body, who you be in your relationships, who you be in your communication with God, who you be in your stillness, in your expansion. And please, may I add, if leadership is new for you because you think leaders are workspace leaders, not leaders of my own life, let me give you great news. If you're the leader, you're the creator. If you're the creator, you don't like what you see, you shift until you like what you see. And and I really want to bring this out because uh, in the therapy world, we talk about attachment disorders. We talk about personality disorders. If you are a people pleaser, it, it may be difficult or challenging to you as a listener to be able to recognize yourself as a leader because of, of the environment that you're in and the compelling version of the energy that you put into people pleasing. But one thing that we're trying to bring out is that everyone is a leader. Yes. It's having and, to step back and, and recognize that. And I love the conversation we're having before about in the past, Steve, you had mm. this people pleasing way of being. So did I, and guess what? It might still show up. It's up to me, my leadership, to ask the question, huh, did I just drop my word here in order to people please someone else because of my addiction to being loved or being, mm. being accepted, being recognized, or this is a older version of me, 2023, 2022, 2010, that is just show up as a fear because I'm expanding so fast because they show up like voices. Are we okay? Is that too dangerous? Let me tell you, you're not just okay, but if you're expanding, it will be uncomfortable until it's comfortable. Then it's time to expand again. <laughs> it's just like going to the gym. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to hurt. But gym does not have to be a undaunting task either. And that's where the mindset of moving the energy from a negative to a positive. It's moving the frequency of, of knowing that I can. That's right. When I think of the word I can't, C-A-N apostrophe T. Yes. I say that the apostrophe is the chain to the T, which represents an anchor. I love it that. It weighs you down. So when mm -hmm. I can't, think of that as your anchor that's sinking what you can do for yourself. And that's part of leadership. I felt just this wave of heaviness as you were talking about. Mm. So thank you for that visual. So if you feel if you feel heavy, now is it easier to move or harder to move? It's a self-spelling. It's like a curse upon yourself. No, let's not do that. So how would you motivate, again, back to leadership, motivator, mm -hmm. communicator, and unifier, how would you motivate yourself when you are in the state of fear? You know, that's a good question. 
And I think sometimes that when, when the word fear presents itself, it's like me saying, Kenya, don't think about a white polar bear. What did you just do? You thought about a white a polar, bigger bear. polar bear. <laughs> right. And we think of the same thing as fear. Mm -hmm. That is something that we need to be afraid of. But fear can work to your advantage if you allow it to. To push you out of that comfort zone of knowing, okay, I don't want to cross this border, but mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and push myself and be a motivator uh, into fear or out of fear. You know, mm -hmm. it's how do we look at fear? I think so that's I, where I we heard need to this, start. Yes, I love that. And I heard this before. I believe it's from Tony. Not everything that Tony says, Tony Robbins, is from him itself. But I remember hearing one of his seminars. He said fear as an acronym, false expectations appearing real or false experiences appearing real. In other words, is a wavelength of freeze, flight or freeze mode, like, uh, 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 uh. So that moment, that fraction of moment is the opportunity, Steve. It's the opportunity, listeners, to breathe into truth and exhale the fear, the false appearing real. Is you this know, really true? That's interesting because when I think about what, what we're sharing here, that often that I have found myself in the past that I don't want to do another experience because it was painful. That's right. And one of the analogies that, that I like to use in therapy, especially with people who are struggling in relationships, well, I'm afraid. I, I don't want to, to motivate yeah. uh, a certain relationship because it's painful. Okay. Do you enjoy baking? Well, sure. Okay. Uh, have you ever been burnt by baking cookies or anything like that? Well, yes. Okay. But you've been burnt. Do you stop baking? No. How come? Because I love cookies. Okay. So what do we do to, to help ourselves not get burnt? We're bored proactive. Mm -hmm. We remember to do what we need to do to be careful. And fear is the same way. We can still not fear, but fear to me is respect. Mm. It's respecting the zone. It also feels, feels like there's an unknown element to yes. it. Yes. And because there's unknown, our protective mind, aka fear, yes. brings the worst case scenario from the past but what if go. the right. worst and and listeners this is very important to remember because it's a new year do you want to copy and paste the worst scenarios of your life of the goals that didn't come from fruition the relationships or shall we just notice that there is an inkling to fear and say okay yet i'm in control i am the leader the the the, the leader that's when you know the English is not my first language. <laughs> I am the leader and I get to choose to show up differently, powerfully. Remember, you can only expand as much as you are allowed to go deep. And that's where you recognize where motivation stems from. It's realizing, you know, that 
even for a faith-based listener, well, I, I want to bring this scenario here to, to this. As a faith-based listener, when you think about how uh, the apostles were on the Sea of Galilee, now remember, these apostles, that they were actual human beings that were fishermen. They're in this boat, and Jesus is in the bottom of the boat asleep, and the storm just happens. And I find it interesting that as a professional fisherman, they were afraid. Mm. And they tried to do what they could do in their own power to save their self, and they couldn't. And so they went down and talked to Christ, and he came up and stilled the calm. Now, for faith-based, faith I'm saying the motivation stems from not within that self, but also realizing that when do we need help? And help is not a sign of weakness. Mm -mm. Help is a sign of strength, that, that, that part of motivation that I need Kenya to do a brain dump because I'm having an awful week. Motivation is, is, is pushing yourself beyond that fear of mm. Kenya's not going to think bad of me because mm -hmm. I know that Kenya is going to, uh, ha we have this relationship that we can talk. That we won't take things personal. Correct. But even if there is that fear, I need to push myself out of that comfort zone and realize that Kenya is going to try to have the best interest for me at heart. And that's because we built a relationship through communication. Yes. And, and I think you mentioned that earlier as far as uh, leadership. Part of that is, is communicating. Communication, motivation, and unifier. And I want to bring this back to our sacred self. I've been journaling about this sentence a lot, my sacred self. Kenya, what do you mean sacred self? Well, if I'm looking at me as a child of God, then I am a sovereign being. And as I show up as a leader and a sovereign being with my, my invisible crown of honor and love and joy and expansion and beauty with makeup or without makeup, with my kids or the most expensive clients, it doesn't matter. I am me all the time. So my invitation mm. for you listeners today is to motivate you to do you, to be in the knowing that you're always guided that you are a sacred being, that God is on your side, that you are supported, yet God will not do what you can do for yourself. You get to take the next step. You get to, to unify, to unify. It's not just to unify the house. Okay, let me be vulnerable. One of my words for this year in my home is harmony. Mm. I cannot tell you how much energy in my house is being leaked in the past. Because kids are fighting and it's just so much, it feels so chaotic. And honestly, I just want to run away. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't. <laughs> this is my home. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just take the dog for a walk so I don't come back in like an hour. Um, harmony, please. Harmony. So how may I generate harmony? How may I generate the unification? I have an answer, Steve. How about unifying all parts of me and not be in judgment of me? Shooky dookie, I 
could have done better. I should have done better. And we just go down the hill. May I say in first person? Mm. And then I go down the hill in this downward spinning of not enoughness, not powerful, not da-da-da. Oh, I just broke my word. That's not leadership. Here's the deal. As you decide to put yourself out there in your own life and be the creator and be the leader and be the motivator, the unifier, the communicator, you are not going to do 100%. Shall we please agree that you'll be kind to yourself and communicating love? But, you know, that- you, you, you bring that out to, to, to be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. And when I work with individuals in therapy or even as a couple, you know, trying to uh, be kind to self is sometimes a foreign concept. It's all the time until it, it becomes right. your identity that I love you and I love me first. And identity is important. And that's something that uh, we're going to bring up later in a podcast for mm-hmm. relationships coming up in February. And, and when I think about identity, one of the things I do ask a lot of my clients is, who are you? If mm-hmm. we take the labels away that we tend to assign or others assign to us, that you're more than just a husband, more than a wife, more than a therapist, more than a concrete worker, more than just a, a, a son or a daughter, a brother, yeah. a sister. Those are labels. Yes. So when we talk to our listeners, Kenya, what would be your definition of identity that they can recognize if we're going to pull these three together, the communicator, the motivator, the unifier? I love that question. Okay, first that? of all, I just want to reflect that back to you that I am not here to encourage labels. Oh, hun, I have spent plenty of time in labels and labels yes. do not work. Um, not just doesn't work, but usually what I'm labeling, I'm labeling someone else better and bigger, softer, stronger than me. It's always like that. Oh, labels came out of comparison and throughout all my work with, with, with women, with male, with couples, with myself, with my children, labels doesn't work. Identity though, it's, it's, it's the powerful part of you that your entire brain and your entire beings agree with. For instance, If I tell my kids, stop being a liar, stop it, tell the truth. In the moment, these little guys are ingraining the identity that I'm a liar. It's little nuggets of that. Like Mm -hmm. what what you hear more often, it becomes your identity. Uh, When I was growing up, my identity was uh, I didn't have a dad. That's the one that didn't have a dad. I had an identity of a fatherless girl. I had an identity of poor person. I identify with the minority. I identify with, see, the identity is is what shapes our brain. Here's the great news. Are you ready? If you're over 25 years old and you're listening to this, get your booty out of the couch because you get to decide who you are. It's not what your fathers did or your mothers did. It's who you decide to be. Do you like what you see? Take it as your identity. I am the creator of my life, new identity. I am the leader, 
new identity. I am beautifully and wonderfully made new identity. I am always guided new identity. That means that when I'm lonely, I still remember that I'm guided. And part of that leadership within you is knowing when to just, uh, sometimes you just got to go by yourself away from the shouts of what other people label you as. It's being able to go back and to get into out of the, uh, maybe in a toxic environment and Oof. place yourself as a leader in, in such a space that you're able to take a moment, 10, 15 minutes of meditation, just to reset your brain. I, uh, you know, when working in the military, I was around diesel fluid because I did telecommunications, uh, engineering and, I was around diesel fluid to put the fuel into the generators and stuff. And that stuff just smelt. Mm. And sometimes it was difficult to get the smell off of you. And so sometimes as a leader, it's recognized when to take something off. To start smelling a different fragrance. That's what I love about spring going back to there. It's the vibrant not only the colors, but the freshness of smell. And so when we talk about leadership, the motivator, the communicator, the so, unifier. So Steve, what you just touched, we can talk three hours about that. I know. Oh, I sure. Which is the opposite of leadership, which is victimhood. Oh. That's the opposite of leadership. Yes. But you don't understand. I was born, blah, blah, blah. My father, blah, blah. my mom, blah, blah. My blah, blah, blah. Please. Like, seriously, that this is 2024. You get to rise up in responsibility as a visionary and create from desire, from worthiness, from deservingness. And let's agree that some people might need to not be in your life. Some environment might need to shift. And I know what you're saying. I, mm -hmm. I actually know my, my psychic abilities is kicking in. What if those people are my family? Then you get to motivate you into generate the joy, generate the new frequency by shifting into literally a different clothes, a different music, a different, um, you know, way of eating, a different, you get to be the one that creates this shift. And that, my friend, is a unifier. And we got about four or five minutes left. And that goes back into, and I know we discussed this before, you know, being a guard, having to guard your heart is a mm -hmm. prison guard. It filters 100%. what comes in and it filters what goes out, but it observes the behavior that's within. That's right. And so being part of a leader is having a guard, a filter that filters into this negative that says you're not enough. It filters what's coming out. So you're not hurting someone else with your hurt because that's hurt people. Hurt people is, a, is another 100%. book too. And, and it so, will only stop when you rise up to stop. Yes. May I just say that? If you notice, then it's up to you to stop the madness. And substance abuse. It, 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 it's not a go-to. Some people think that's the go-to, but all we're doing is shielding and hiding our pain, the victimhood. 
if you're doing substance abuse, please listen to me. You are a leader. You are a leader. And, you know, it, it takes a lot to stop being a follower of substance abuse. Mm -hmm. Because you're allowing it to lead you instead of mm -hmm. you leading it. And well, so that's it's giving, part of it. It's giving up your entire power. Yes. That yes. thing has you. Anything that has you. And may I just add, Steve, that, um, you know, this book that I just co-wrote, The Addicted to, to Bliss. Yes. I almost didn't write because the 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 title was like, ooh, but do I have an addiction? Because I never had a classic alcohol addiction, drug addiction, you know, sex addiction. That's when I noticed that anything anything any frequency that you spend time with that is not upgrading you and generating results is an addiction mm. addiction to stress addiction to separation addiction to chaos <laughs> addiction to drama addiction to lying addiction I can go on to relationships addiction to re to jump from relationship to relationship and and then creating the drama that of course the person this the person that addiction to victimhood mm. so the message today is not just a feel good message it's a, it's a loving spanking in the booty if you say this is your year and you have a vision for it you got to match the vision with the actions that will take you there today in the springtime. Because what you're living today is what has been planted in the past. So be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Again, me saying this. Because when you shift your frequency, it doesn't mean that the world will shift immediately. It might take a few, a few weeks, a few months for the relationship to rekindle, for the communication to blossom, you get to stand in the power and the commitment of your new identity as a committed leader to yourself. So true. And we'll, we'll end with this, that when I think about past, I think of rocks, stones that are there. And if we just pick those stones up, yes, they're going to be heavy. But if we move them, we can build this bridge to a brighter future to cross over. 100%. You know, and so to our listeners, we thank you for listening and the time here. We hope that you find it inspiring so that there's some way that you can lead and, and be feeling empowered yes. because this is your life. It's not anybody else's life, it is your life. Until next time, take Until care. Until next time, much love. Thanks for joining us today. We hope to have you back next week. Until then, be safe and be kind.